wrap. I'm Nathan Garrett. Anna Russell is sat next to me in New Zealand. I'm in Wisconsin of the U.S. of A. And this is episode number 64 on October 5th, 2023. This is a show rounding up all things Zwift from the last week. It's racing, it's events, it's tech, it's fashion. We're live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And today on The Wrap, we're going to be talking about the ZRL Roundup, as usual, during the Zwift Racing League season. Which teams impressed us? Which riders did well? What was the best tactic that we saw on the tour of Tuit while in that Yorkshire course? And then we are talking about Wahoo shuts down RGT. Is it a surprise or was it just everybody see it coming? What was, what's everybody's thoughts about that? Tour Watopia, full details, fall of 2023, as well as the fashion kit for the day. Uh, there's also been a reorganized workout library in Zwift, which is a pretty cool feature. There's been some uh, updates as well to the companion app there, so we'll be taking a look at that. And the latest update also had a uh, pack dynamics 4.1.1. So we have a new PD <laughs> for 0.1.1. And I think people are going to like it, but we'll see what the general public has to say and what we, what our thoughts personally about it are. Coach's Corner, well, that was on me for this week, and we're going to be talking about acceptance in training uh, as a term. Just acceptance, the word, actually, about what it is to have acceptance that actually may give you some benefits, especially if you're a very driven individual. Uh, I'm... I'll go in more of that later. It's definitely a hot button topic for me from a lot of personal experience with uh, not understanding failure <laughs> and what and why it was happening sometimes in a lot of my workouts. The workout of the week is downtown Payne City. Talking about acceptance, it's all about accepting pain on that one. You can you'll be able to download that over at ZifkinLive.com on the podcast tab. It is actually already up as the workout of the week. If you want to go grab that, and of course. We're going to be talking about the fashion and what we've been up to and probably look forward to ZGP as I think we're both racing it. So, Anna, let's go ahead and start it off as usual. What you been up to? Well, firstly, I feel very um, out of sorts. I'm used to like getting up in the morning, making my coffee, coming down, doing the podcast. But now we've changed time because coming up in like two weeks, Grand Prix will be this time. And so I'm sitting here at like, it's like five o'clock at night, my time. And I'm a bit like, Oh, it's a Friday, five o'clock. Maybe I should have a beer on the show now. I kind of feel like, <laughs> like I am it's just like time to like start the weekend. It definitely has yeah. a little more of like a weekend feel. Like even the opening kind of felt like a little yeah. more like, hey, come and hang out with us for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I know. Whereas usually I'm like buzzed out on coffee, like, yes, it's five in the morning. Let's Yeah, it like doesn't matter in. what time so. of day it is. I'm always buzzed on coffee. Welcome to my world. Oh my yeah, I realize Nathan's world. It's like 11 o'clock for Nathan. He's like, this is the best time ever. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, anyway, what I have been doing, um, it's the last week of the school holiday. So that's probably why I'm a bit buzzed out. It's like Friday, it's been two weeks, full on, all kiddos at home trying to fit in like some training. And this week I messaged Claire, my coach, and was like, can we just maybe make this more of a like rest week, flexible week, and then we'll like get cracking with the kids? Because man, like, I mean, I do a lot with them. We do a lot of physical stuff and it's quite tiring. But um, I was quite nervous because we'd had, I'd done a TTT um, with your lovely wife, Gabby, last week while the kids were at home. And I was like, just, I'm downstairs, don't annoy me. And then 
my son comes on, he's like, set up my smart trainer. And I put a like reel on Instagram and I'm like setting up his Fisher Price bike while I'm trying to keep in the pace line. And I'm like trying to set it all up. And I'm just like, ah, oh my God, I can't do this. Wait, like, you were doing this while you're on the oh. bike. Yeah. And I'm like, I felt so sorry for Megan. Cause when I watched the clip later, I literally dropped to zero Watts because I dropped something and like had to pick it up while I was riding. And I, I was like, Oh my gosh, Megan, I'm so sorry. My avatar was just all over the show. Um, so, uh, I was a little bit nervous for Grand, oh, for not Grand Prix for, um, ZRL this week, just going, if the kids come down, but one of them came down and all he wanted to do was he wanted to show me something, but it was upstairs. And he's like, come, come, come. I want to show you. I was like, I've got five kilometers to go. <laughs> Just give me a sec. So it was pretty good. You're and, so um, much nicer than I am when the kids come in. Like when the when the boys like like if it's the girls, it's different. But if it's the boys and they come in, oh dude, I like I don't know. There's something like reactionary to me that's like it's wartime, guys. You not get what's going on. Like I'm like, I'm like ah, you, know, you know, you know. Because <laughs> and I've been, oh my I mean, gosh, but I've been doing the streams like live like that on my bike for so long that like it's kind of like if dad's biking it looks like the live stream's on you don't go mess with things in there and also we have like live broadcast time which is different than oh, like yeah. dad's That's, live stream yeah. time so it's like yeah yeah so i kind of like in order to like be left alone i kind of throw them all together you know like a little bit yeah yeah, I it actually went, I was pretty proud of them. It went pretty well. And then I was really proud of my son. And actually I had a few people come into my like stream. So I did a tour of, first I did a run. This was yesterday. I was like, I just need an hour and a half time downstairs by myself. So I did like a 30 minute jog on the trainer treadmill and then got on and was like, I'll do the tour of Watopia. My son came down and rode on his little Fisher Price bike for an hour. He's four. And Whoa. I was like, dude, I was like, hey, do you want to get off now? Like it's been a while. No. And his eyes were like laser focused on oh what he gosh. was doing. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, this is impressive. I was like an hour, little legs. And I actually put it, if you see on my Twitch, I actually got a camera on him and put How the camera on. Five, you said me. you said five? Four. 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 Okay. Just okay. sat there peddling away. So yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was good. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. We'll talk about ZRL later because the ZRL was just bloody amazing. Like it was yeah, my first yeah. like we, race we've back. We've had similar here. With, that's our Milo. That's Milo. Milo is the, yeah. like you'll get, Micah, it's like, it was cool for a bit. He did it, did that once or twice. Now I, I feel like he's like, eh, I don't know. Milo though, that guy just likes endurance. I don't know what his deal is, but he's going to be, he's going to be our endurance athlete. All right. So what have I been up to? Um, I've noticed that I'll just be super authentic with it, but like, because this is a space that I helped grow, the fact that I am racing GGP, Zwift Grand Prix, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm hyper motivated. Like I can like, oh my gosh, like I, like all of a sudden, like I noticed, but like sometime last week I was like, dude, you're training the best you've ever trained. What is going on? Like, and really smart. Like really ordered, like goo 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 everything. Like, like I mean, like full base build, the whole deal. Like full base build into intensity next week. Like it's oh. anyways. So I've when been putting your, in massive does, hours, massive massive hours. When does your Grand Prix start? Is that next week for you? Yeah, we, I think we both start on the next on the same week, don't we? Or no? I thought we I'm both started the on the same three. week. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So no, the nineteenth. So like this is my final. Oh, okay. Like really large volume hours. So I did like a three week increasing volume 
and then we'll go into like a lot of high intensity so that we can kind of hold on to that. We'll probably put like some volume in the middle of December, but essentially I've just been riding my bike like massively and like doing a lot of that zone two stuff we learned about over the summer in a way to like train it to see how high it could go. The weird thing with it is that I'm hitting these crazy high zone two wattages. And then when I go to kick, what used to be my VO2 feels like it's under threshold. Feels like. I don't think it is, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. feels like. It's like, whoa, this is this is crazy. So anyways, that's another topic for another day. But some of the stuff I'm learning, I've really done some deep dives into it even further than what I did before. And learning that lactate's actually trained the best in zone two if you have the time to do it. Which is, a, like, yeah. that's, that's a crazy concept to most people, actually, because you think... You do lactate threshold to train lactate. Like, that's what you do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Anyway. Interesting. So. I, um, on the, oh, sorry. No, we'll go into it. I was just thinking with Grand Prix because I said, like, I'm missing the first three. That was the acceptance. I went and did some testing. Oh. I forgot that. I know Gabby was heading out too. And I did the, like, in real life testing on my gravel bike, but on tarmac. And I was like, oh, I'm still, like, coming into fitness. <laughs> Like, and yeah. I messaged Jen and was like, just, just count me out. Cause like, I can do it for the team if you really need me, but like, you know, when the top end's not there and it's just like, I don't think that'd be a fun experience. Cause you'll yeah, just, you just be suffering then off the back. Like, it's yeah. like, why and then am it's I like, here? What's the point? Yeah, 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 totally. I get that. And it'll be better if you have some time where you don't have to rest for racing too. So yeah, exactly. Then you can yeah. actually get a good base in, and you don't have to rest. And and yeah, that'll be really that'll be really good actually. So all right. So then, what's going on here? Let's go right on into ZRL roundup. Let's talk about oh, what, what, what happened with the tour tour. Well, I had an absolute blast on that course, but that's my yeah. experience. I don't know if a lot of people had a blast on that course. That course is so difficult. Like. I mean, essentially, for those that don't know the Yorkshire Yorkshire course, it's a world's course. So just like Richmond, if you know Richmond in yeah. Zwift, it comes at you fast and hard, dude. It's just bam. like, And there's very little space for any kind of rest besides the downhills. It's just up or down. That's what you're getting with Tour Tour It Well. Now... I got some secret info before that race, which made my race so much more pleasant. I don't know if you got the secret info beforehand, that that PD 4.1.1 meant you didn't need to put down any watts on a downhill. You didn't even need to use an anvil. So like I, cause it was from Aaron Bleakley and I was like, are you for real? Like, is, are you sure? And he's like, yep. So I told my team, I was like, no watts on the downhills. Honestly, we went over the first climb and I just did nothing. <laughs> like just free wheeled 30 watts, 40 watts, no anvils. People were dropping anvils. I was still stuck on them. So he said there's like a bug in the system a little bit. Um, but that made the race quite entertaining um, because so you just stuck on me. people. Explain to me, what does he mean by a, like, is it on purpose or no, so apparently it's a bug with the 4.1.1.1. No, right? what? Yeah, apparently, yeah. So is he it in said, the forums confirmed or is this what he said? I assume it will be in the forums because he said it's been like, it's a buggy bug on the bug or something. Like it was, it's an unintended. He said, I think they'll fix it. But he said they probably won't before the race. So yeah, like on the downhills, Jen and I were like competing on who could keep the lowest watts. And so, so essentially then I it was like, you couldn't pit push. It was too hard to push past. So do you think they like accidentally like reversed it? 
Yeah, something happened, and it was only downhill. Um, only downhill. But yeah, I mean, huh. yep. So I don't know what is going on, but I was like, do I need to drop my anvils? He's like, nope. I was sticking on people at 20 watts on anvils. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. And it like it worked. Like I I was doing it too. So yeah, there we go. A little bug in okay. the system. Oh, well, yep. we'll be watching the forums so, for that one. I'll be watching. I'm gonna see uh in you know, I'll be chatting right off the right after this to see what is going on there. I had no idea that that was actually a yeah. thing. So uh, anyway, quite interesting. But yeah, the race course, like it's one of those races that I look at the course, I'm like, I love this course. Like, I just love it. During it, I'm a bit like, oh God, this is really hard. But then after I'm like, no, that was really good. And I think with our group, we had our new young rider who's just been signed on to Saris, a Kiwi, a New Zealander. And she's like 16. So she's got to get permission from her parents to be able to race. And I had a meeting with her parents and they were lovely and they were super stoked. And she came on and we were just like, go have some fun. Like, but she's a racer, like in real life racer. And it was awesome. Like we didn't have any tactics for her. We were just like, just use your race intuition. Just do whatever you want. KK went, she like, boom, got on her wheel. I was like, oh my God, like amazing. And then she's like on her wheel though. And she's like, I can hear her puffing in discord. And she's like, oh, this is hard. I was like, okay, you're on like the best e-sporter in the world's wheel. So just don't worry <laughs> if it's too much. Um, but she was doing awesome. She ended up dropping back and then she had a dropout, which kind of sucked because oh. her sprint is like her strength. She's just like an amazing sprinter. She's a track racer. So, okay. um, but yeah, I was like so impressed. It I think awesome, I noticed but- that during the live stream. I, I named her, yeah. but I wasn't sure who she was. It was new. It was a new name, but I didn't want to call it yeah. out because I wasn't, I was like, I'm hoping I'm not forgetting this person, but this looks like a new name. Yeah. So I didn't want to be like, you know, you know what I mean? Like where you're like, oh, you forgot this person. And then you just look dumb and like, you don't care. But it was totally just yeah. that it was a new person. Okay. Got it. No, it was her first time. And Claire was DSing us, which was cool too. Cause Claire's like an in real life racer. So we just, I don't know, like, <laughs> but then, okay. So I'll tell the story. So we come up pop bank for the um, last time. And the thing with our group is there's only like 35 riders, but we're saying afterwards, like we were all together. Like there's no dropping. There's everyone in that 35, not including the breakaway, like just so equal that you can't actually drop anyone. So Claire was like, guys, you can't go to the line with 35 people. Like Mm, you're not going to get any points. So then we get to the top of pop bang and that's when Claire's like, Anna, tell us what to like, come up with a tactic. And I'm like, I'm so wasted. I can't. Oh my God. And I'm like, and then when my heart rate came down, I was like, okay. You know, like this sounds like a party more than it sounds like a race. Like (laughs) come up with a plan. Sounds like you guys were out on a Saturday night. You left the bar. You're like, come up with a plan. I'm so wasted. I don't know what to do. Like that's how hard this course is. Like it's a girl's night out. Oh my gosh. I was like, I can't think. I can't think. I was like, I think I'm going to cry. But then once I calmed down, we like, it came to me like a vision. And I was like, okay, M and Jen, great, like great sprint at the moment. So just sit in the pack. Megan, you're good at climbing. You're going to go halfway up the climb and you're going to draw out the AO sprinters because they'll freak out that you're going to get to the line. So they went way too early. So the three of them went off and we're like, great, AO's stuffed now because those sprinters will get caught. Then I went, me and Natalie, because I was like, I can't sprint at the moment, but I do have a bit of threshold. So I'm going to like, Drop my anvil way too early 
and just I called that too. I thought yeah. you were messing it up, but I was I so confused. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But I should have, I should have known. Knowing you, I should have known. Oh, it's a draw out so they can chase. Perfect. Yeah. So then I drew it out and then Natalie came in behind me too. So we strung out the whole pack. And Em and Jen literally were just chilling in there, just being like, sweet. And then they dropped their anvils, perfect timing, came around and you saw them at the end, just oh my God. boom, boom. She came so fast. quick that I, it was such perfect timing that I barely had time to see it actually with how fast she came through because everyone had slowed yeah. down so much and her timing was so good with her kick that her speed must have been five to 10 kilometers per hour higher than everyone else. Yeah. And well, also, she also she's came the through room the line. Too, so I got to give her yeah. that too, that her power kick right yeah. now is super solid too. So her, she's got an amazing power kick, but her and Jen were able to come through the line of riders mm -hmm. because it had stretched out so much. They just basically had this draft of like, da -da 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 -da, all the way to the line. Yeah. So yeah, we were super stoked. It's we're a stoked domino because... slingshot. Domino slingshot. <laughs> yeah, domino. I'm calling it the triple reverse lead out is that yeah, one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but it made me realize like how much I love that racing again is because like I personally like don't really give a shit if I win or come anywhere in the top. I just want awesome tactics to like play out. And part of the thing I like the most is just being the sacrifice. Just like, mm -hmm. let me go and just do this and just pull out everyone I can. And then it leaves the sprinters. Oh, it's just so fun. I love it. That's a great tactic. You know, that really, um, that sounds like the best tactics actually of the entire thing. Because every other stream that we had on broadcast essentially had two situations. One pop bank broke everyone and someone got away over the top with continuance of speed, yeah. or it came down to a, a, a bunch more of a bunch sprint and people mistimed their anvils or timed their anvils and then won the sprint. Yeah. Like that was the two situations that actually really kind of played out. It felt like not that there isn't fun yeah. racing and like what we did in ours. So just to talk about that a little bit, same, same kind of thing across all of the streams and it played out the same way in ours hit pop bank, made sure that you slingshot from the bottom of pop bank into the climb and then over the top of it if you have a feather. Don't use the feather early, otherwise it's wasted kind of kind of a thing. And then take continuance with the speed over the, uh, over the top of there. We had a break. Actually, myself and Vegan Cyclist, and he live-streamed his and so did I. So there was this great... I saw. Swift Clips cool. is doing a great job, actually. If you haven't watched, followed him on Instagram, he's doing an... I love what he's doing because he's highlighting the community. He's grabbing um, a lot of clips from the Twitch and, and YouTube streaming community of Zwift and like doing compilations, a little compilations of just to hype up the Zwift community. Really great. He put that together side by side of me and Vegan going at it, which was actually great because we are in the same team. It was cool. And then we broke away and then we were like, well, somebody's <laughs> got to win, dude. Like, but he wasn't in Discord. Was so he wasn't in Discord. So oh. like, I, I thought I was talking to him. I was like talking to him and I was like, why are you doing? What's going like that? Uh, it got a little confusing and like the pull throughs weren't exactly right. And then I look at his live stream and he thinks I'm like playing games when I'm like not playing games. It was just like miscommunication. It it's fine, but it was like kind of hilarious actually. But it was great. It was great fun. So I'd say with that course, like the part that I got a bit better in the second lap, but I still really struggle with is the pop bank. You come in with the momentum, but you run like a hundred percent trainer difficulty. Well, I do. So you come in and then when the, the resistance hit, it's like, it hits 
like real hard. So then I get up out of the saddle and I'm grinding and using a lot of energy just to like, I'm not attacking, but I always end up off the front because I just want to get over the pedals. Mm -hmm. And then I, I guess the others maybe aren't on a hundred percent difficulty so they can kind of like spin it out a bit more. And then you get to the, like, I think it's like a visual thing. I don't know what it is, but you get to the top and I'm like, it's still 8% for like so it's eight long. to five for a long time. Yep. Yeah. And it looks as though you've crested. And I think the first lap I was like, Oh my God. Like, I think I'm going to die. Like I, cannot stay and i just like slowly went the good thing was i was like, at the front so i slowly went back but still by the time it got to like two percent i could drag myself back up but yeah it's a really tricky climb and i, I don't know if anyone gets it right so but my opinion do, you know on because... that on, on pop bank my opinion is that the climb is so hard that you don't you don't pay any attention to drafting until you crest to the five percent and really mm. because the climb is so hard you take advantage of all speed free speed as you possibly can from the slingshot from the bottom through the pack all the way through. And then you just go hard. You go as hard as yeah. you are willing to sacrifice. Or if you're going to sit in the pack, fine, like just go hard, go, go alongside of them. But any reservation there is not worth anything other, other than if you're reserving for later in the race, if you're reserving for later in the race, that's fine. If you're reserving by mm. sitting in, that's fine. You don't want to go too deep, but if you're willing to go you know, and, and, and you think there's going to be some sort of a break, you are trying to put the hurt on. There's no tactic to that other than go hard mm. until it flattens to about five and then see who's with you and then start working. I mean, it because it's such a steep climb, it just equalizes yeah. everything. It's an ultimate equalizer. Yeah, it was. Um, but what I did notice is like you could really, I thought we'd like hard dropped some people. But then I think what happens is once you finally get kind of over and you're on that negative one, I think everyone's so wasted they kind of stop. Yeah, and then those yeah. people so catch people up again. Back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to have continuance over the top because the speed can slow down so much immediately after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. And I dropped like, an anvil on me over the top on the little one to two percent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, ah. oh man, oh it hurt. no, it hurt. yeah. It hurt. But it was. Um, I'm actually gonna. So I this weekend I'm like, um, not. Oh, my friend was like, come ride a hundred K of gravel with me. And I was like, Oh, I actually just want to sit on my trainer with a podcast and just go ride. And I saw BL 13, the perfect time is to do the recon for next week. And I think next week I'm quite excited for too. It's a, uh, there's a bit too much gap in between the climbs, but it's still got sort of three good climbs. Let's move so to that I'm real like, quick. Ooh. Let's do a ZRL a little bit. Just look forward to Temples yeah. and Tower because I think that that's a really crucial course in the season mm. everybody's kind of established where they're at but any battles i think are gonna be decided in these next two and they're both very very different types of races you have a ttt and you have a points race on one of the most difficult kom courses in the entire game so like mm. those two things are going to be very very punchy very very consistent high power and i think a lot of teams are going to be targeting this temples and towers specifically for like some pretty insane tactics yeah, I'm just looking at the course run through now. Like the the in, kind of annoying thing about this course is, like it's, I think it's why I like Yorkshire a bit more is because it's always up and down. Um, the thing with temples and towers is you've got pretty soon after the start this um, rooftop rooftops. KOM, you have rooftops. Is, yeah, which isn't uh, the the tricky part is after that you've got like 
a downhill and then like it's 10k until the next one so there's going to be not a lot of motivation to hold a breakaway or anything i think mm -hmm. um it's uh i don't love i don't love that first part of the course but the second part where you've got castle and then like almost straight into the dirt climb temple is yep. just brutal i remember doing a grand prix on that last season and it you just you feel so bad and you get a like a tiny bit of recovery and then it just hits again so that's the it part that it's like, probably Ooh. the hardest climb in my at least from my experience okay i well okay my experience with that climb is that it's a different kind of hard. Like if you're on a mountain, okay, and you just get into your own rhythm, like eventually there's mm. there's acceptance. There's there is this this is the <laughs> yeah. way things are. On that climb, it's short enough that you don't necessarily have to accept it if you're willing. And it's on dirt mm. and there's barely any draft, and the punches hurt more than any other punches because it's on dirt. And so like yeah. that that just Oh man, that one is so so difficult. It's like this perfect time. I yeah. think it's like in that five minute range, so it can just push your VO two as far as it's willing to go. I don't actually. Uh, I mean, during it, I will hate it, but I don't actually mind it because it's uh, it goes like pitches up a bit flat, pitches up a bit flat, and that for me I love because when it goes a bit flat, I just like ease off a little and then push. I'm a real surgy climber. So what would you be like? That's the, um, I don't know. I can't think of who in the pro peloton, but I don't like a consistent, I like surging and a bit of recovery, surging and a bit of recovery. So I do kind of like this one. Um, I personally find the Watopia QOM the hardest. Um, I just can never get the timing right. You know, the one that kicks up to like 10% and then you go around the hairpin around to the left and then it just flattens to like three to 4% all the way to the um, banner. That's the one I'm not good at. But this one, yeah, I think it's right. Bike ch bike swap though is um Gabby did it once I've and, already and it worked out for her. She actually swapped it. I've done it I've done it once, but it was because I had a dropout, like a power dropout, and I got all the FT like I got FTS because I switched and oh, then just. Oh, yeah. Went so if somebody in. just wants to do FTS, then they just make the swap. Yeah. And then it's faster. Like you, yeah. you should be faster. Yeah. And because there's no sort of edging, you just go full five minute effort. So yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see the bike swaps. Um, it's like our USA East. I like it's, it might sound really defeatist, but we have like every week a one person breakaway and we just are now forgetting that they're there because <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, we'll just well, we can't do anything so let's yeah. we'll just race yeah. um which makes me think the group will be a pack sort of at the bottom so i i wouldn't risk yeah i don't know swap. if it's going to be over the top though i don't know if it's going to be over the top i don't think so that's difficult enough that i would think so i just want to speak yeah. also to the abcs and the d's have a separate course not separate course but the d's finish at the oh, top some, yeah they finish at the top of that dirt climb uh the temple yeah. Right, and then the B C the A B Cs all go to the actual finish of the entire course. So I think there's an extra yeah. ten. So I mean, if you're a but it's D, mostly downhill though. The rest of it. Yeah, there's also do you bike really swap. Do you bike swap then if you're in the D category, like across the board? I would. Yeah, I would because you're finishing at the top. There's no downside. Um, I would do it absolutely. Drift and Insider you've got extra motivation. They should. They're in the that's Eric Schlange oh, in the chat. So do it, then. obviously do you should it. do it, right? If he says so. I don't know if there's anybody, anyone who can contest that. 
Yeah. And I think there's really funny power-ups as well. So I think you get allocated power-ups. Um, so I think there's a all lot that of I them. would say, like, there's a ton. Yeah. Of so you, yeah, there must be weird banners around that aren't segments is all I can think. Um, cause the only segments are the three climbs, but yeah, there's like an arrow, you get allocated an arrow power for the first banner, a feather at the second, a steamroller at the third, a draft at the fourth and a steamroller at the fifth. So basically at the top for A, B's and C's, you're going to get a draft, uh, a steamroller, which like, if I'm like completely honest, I'm hoarding a power up. Um, I'm holding the steamroller and not taking the draft. Hundred percent. I'm holding the I'm holding the feather all the way through is to it, that climb. Is it isn't the steamroller before the climb? I can get that steamroller before the climb, right? The the dirt climb. Yes. Yes. If I can you get the steamroller be before yeah. a dirt climb, I'm holding the steamroller for sure. Is that well, better yeah. than a feather? I think it is. The feather's really longer think now. It is. I really do think that. I I think that the speed that you get from the steamroller is so, but unless they've changed it, but I don't remember any changes being there and it is so strong on the dirt, like where people okay, get wait, wait. crazy about if, it. If Eric's in here, which is better steamroller and road bike? <laughs> he's not even like in, or, he's in chat and we're bringing him into this. <laughs> bring him in. Eric, come in. Or is it feather he he and gravel bike? Yeah, he's confirming in chat here. Ah, okay. Yeah, what about if you do a bike swap and then hoard the feather? See, that's what I'd want to know. Huh. Would you be? Uh, what, it, why, what if you're on a gravel bike, though? Steamroller doesn't matter. I so, said, feather oh, would... what if you're? That's a great point. So, if you've done the bike swap, is the. If you've done the bike swap, though, does the steamroller do that much? I wonder. And a feather would be more. So, anyway. I should do a, a whole race about. on a mountain bike, Nathan. Oh, my God. All right. We're not paying attention to that anymore. <laughs> Um, i have a band button sweet you know i have a band button (laughs) all right so should we go wahoo oh okay all right i guess we'll have to say this because we are trying to give people a little bit of inside information and according to zip insider bike swap and steamroller is still better and i do think rolling resistance is bigger than uh than the weight reduction so so they fall they actually steamrollers help the gravel bikes as well all right let's jump into it RGT is shut down. Not just like on pause, doing something else. Gone. Like just done. Completely mm-hmm. done. Which is interesting to me because it was bought a little over a year ago. Like I think it was like last April, I think it was, of 2022. Mm-hmm. It lasted a year and a half with Wahoo and then poof, just gone. Yeah. What's your take on I think on though this? this, I think it harps back to the whatever happened. We covered it on the pod a few weeks ago where Zwift and Wahoo seem to have had like a little bit of a hug and let's put everything behind us and Wahoo has gone we're probably losing a lot of money we need to focus on what we're good at which is hardware and Zwift has done the same and they're like software um for the most part I know they've got a game and a hub and stuff but for the most part focus on software and Wahoo is as a sweetener to people who love RGT side note why god I hated RGT I don't know if you used it but um they're letting people have a Zwift subscription for like a year. That so. one is the biggest like whoa for me was that they're giving a, a subscription to Zwifters, mm. like to for people to go to Zwift, which is like they're like that says a lot about not just hug and make up, like hey, we're gonna like part like partner to take yeah. on this space a little bit. You know what I mean? 
I think they're stronger together. They are way stronger together. Um, and I don't mean buying each other. I just mean aligning and having and the same kind of were. goals. That's and, kind of the things yeah. were. Like Wahoo was kind of like early on, the Wahoo kicker was the thing early on. Like it was like mm-hmm. if you got a kicker, that was the big hardware piece that you wanted for Zwift, like from 2015, yeah. 16, I remember. And then it changed. There was, and then there were a couple of competitors got in the mix of it. And then all this like kind of fighting within this market happened. It seemed mm-hmm. like not fighting, but just competition. Right. And now I feel yeah. like we're going to go back to those days a little bit where like, Wahoo's yeah. like Zwift increases sales like crazy for us. Why would we fight with them? Yeah. And I think probably both parties, Zwift and Wahoo came through the pandemic where they all increased by like 300% and they went, ah, oh. Zwift was like, we should get into some more hardware. And Wahoo's like, we should do what Zwift's doing. And now it's come back to normal levels. They're like, actually, maybe that's probably not the best idea. And I think as well, I'd be interested to see who else may fall by the wayside too, because you've got, there's RGT, there's, gosh, what else now? Be Cool? Is that still around? Actually, there's so many. Ruby, Be Cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, my Woosh, obviously. Um, There's... Three or four, like, really kind of, like, back alley ones, to me at least. But there's one that's actually trying to put on a championship that I heard about on uh, uh-huh. ZBK that's trying in, in, like, an Asian championship or something. It's, like, a special, oh, okay. their own platform. Yeah. But they tried using cool. the UCI branding. And then, like, it wasn't actually UCI <laughs> official. <laughs> like, and Mr. Stryker actually went and asked the UCI, what's up here? Is this actually? They were like, no, we have contacted them. We will, like, it was like, that's not actually. Oh, my cool. gosh. Yeah, don't mess with the UCI. Oh, my God. I've had one time where I went, I didn't sleep for, like, 24 hours because I thought the UCI was going to, like, come after me. So, yeah. That was with yeah, something do we that. were doing. Yes, it? yes it was. That was something on ZCL. It was what the was world's watch party. It was the world's <laughs> watch party, and she and 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 I messaged Anna after after the broadcast. Like I'm on GCN, talk about doing the whole thing, whatever. Like I'm not paying attention to what's going on with ZCL. Anna's in charge, and then like I go, Anna, you showed the images from UCI. We don't have the rights. That I was like, well. Maybe it'll be okay because, like, you know, Zwift and the UCI are doing this together. Oh and we're Zwift, Zwift Community Live. But, like, we don't have oh rights to that. God. It was like. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. Take everything down. I was like, the next 24 hours, I was like, am I getting a letter? I was like, oh, what am I going to do? But, yeah, no, everything was fine. So, okay. all good. But, Buddy yes, trail. No, I would Big not Buddy mess trail. with them. All right. <laughs> Tour of Watopia. Let's take a look. Let's do the kit now since uh, we're talking Tour of Watopia. Take a look at it. A little bit of fashion about it as well as what's going on with it. Uh, starts October 2nd. There's the kit. What? It, I mean, it looks good with that Focus bike. Somebody spiced it up, but I'm just not. This is Aaron Blakely. Yeah, he sent it to me. He sent me this image of him. Um, for those listening, it's just pretty much a huge splash of color. Focus custom paint job, the blue and pink gloves, the full tour of Watopia. I don't know how he's got everything yet. He's got the cap and the full kit. Um, but anyway... Yeah, the kit. Um, so in the, I did the tour of Watopia stage one, and like there was a lot of kit chat in there. I don't know if it was because I was there or people were just uh, wanting to chat about it. Um, but everyone was like, "Oh, it's a bit too close and similar to last year," and which I agree. Like I've been looking at the pictures, like they're a bit different, but the color scheme's really similar. So it kind of, I'd, I'd give it a five or six. Like I was totally not inspired by it. 
Yeah, I mean, look, for me on the rating, I'm just not really a, is that a puce? I'm just not really into that color. I think like some people might be into that color specifically, but I'm just not into that. And I don't feel like it, I don't feel like it actually matches all that well, honestly. Like, no, I feel so, like this is how I feel about the kit. I feel as though Zwift has gone, oh my God, the Tour of Watopia is coming up. We haven't done a kit. It's, see, someone Let's, thinks it's actually um, the same as last year. Is it the same? No. So this is funny. I've got the images up of the two and they're actually quite different. Okay. But because the arrows and the colors are the same, they literally look like the same kit. Oh, <laughs> like gotcha. It, just looks, okay. it gotcha. looks like so similar. Um, it's just the same vibe. It's kind of like when you see um, the World Tour kits and they release a new kit and you're like, what's different? And all the colors are the same and they've just like done a slight difference. So it's kind of like that. So it feels a little rushed to me. I do like one. the front. The front of it looks better than the side and the back. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Yeah. yeah, the front, the front, and the it's all blue on the front. That didn't do it justice, honestly. Like, but still, I don't. There's, there's. Uh, it's it. I'll give it a six. I'll give. Oh, that's a little generous. Five, five. I'll give it a five, five. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'll give it. A five. I do. Yeah, I do think it's not maybe a three. It isn't a hate it or anything. But I don't hate it. It's just like a. Meh, it's in my garage, but I'll never wear it again. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a so, six. I mean, imagine a three. So registration uh, opens up on the second. So it is open. Tour Watopia has started. You do get double XP. What's really interesting is that um, GP Llama dropped the video earlier. Go watch this video because in his video he said, "You know, this might not stay forever. They're probably gonna bug. They're probably gonna hot fix this. But if you join a Tour Watopia." And then I, I don't remember exactly how it works. I watched the video very quickly, but essentially you can like teleport out or like just leave the tour of Autopia and continue to get your double XP yeah. without finishing it. And then you can enter the next one and keep doing that. Like you can just keep, so, if you, yeah. Yeah. This something like weird to, with I think that. the like, bug is that you have to finish the course. And if you don't finish the course, then you keep getting the, the double XP is what it sounds like. Something along those lines. Yeah. I don't know if this is intentional and I know it's not Eric intentional. Will, I'm almost will, positive. No, so I know that's not, but something else has happened is I did a random run. I'm not in the run tour of Watopia. I didn't register for it, but I just went and did a run course the other night and I got my email. You've finished stage four, which isn't even released yet. You've finished stage four and you've got to tell hat. you why I can tell you exactly why if okay. you do a stage though, of the tour of Watopia in a in on your own any of the courses oh. you count as doing tour of Watopia. So if you do oh. a course that is tour of Watopia, you will get credit for it. Oh, there we go. Strange. Okay, did not know that. Um, yeah. and I'll so be I doing. Wonder if that I wonder has something to do with this double XP yeah. being attached to it or something. Like I wonder if there's is that what. Sweet but I don't today, know if that's on purpose. After- I don't think that part's on purpose. I don't think that the double XP attachment is on purpose. And I'm making like a total like presumption about like what might be going on in the background and the code attachments there to like say that double XP no, is happening Sweet at weird times. He got double XP even after he finished his ride today. Just kept oh, going. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's not attached to finishing the ride. Interesting. <laughs> no. 
So I'm going to do those. Speaking of um, GP Lama, because I know he did it last time because I saw him on every one. I'm going to do that super long ride at the end where they add every, all of them together when it's like the catch up. And I'm just going to start stringing them all together and do all six stages all at once. Seriously. So when are you yeah, doing Yeah, come join this? me for some fun. I don't know, whenever it finishes. Probably like the day before Grand Prix or something, you know. Usual Anna style. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably the day before Grand Prix. So stage one is Volcano Heat. They've got three little sisters for the longer one, the figure eight for the standard, the shorter's Ocean Lava Cliffside Loop. And you can also do Z Racing with the Beach Island Loop, which is really interesting that they've added that you can do mm. Z Racing to it. So obviously there's a little bit of a push toward, hey, like, you do don't it. necessarily have to do a group ride. And if you're looking for a race, because sometimes that I like this because there is a feedback that comes sometimes that is, hey, like, I want something that's kind of like a race. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the some people are looking for, like, they want to do the longer ride, like an Easter 8, and have it be a race. But at least they're making the racing thing. Because if you're not into the group ride thing and you're more into the racing thing or... I think Zwift are trying to introduce more people to racing too. And so you can go and do that and they kind of attach it to the branding of one of their most popular events every year. Makes a lot of sense. I'd say one thing, and I see on the rivet in the chat, (laughs) I had a really fun experience. I did the stage one and another guy in my group was also YouTubing as I was YouTubing and we're both YouTubing at the same time next to each other virtually and on the rivet was following both of our live streams and trash talking each one so he'd trash talk me and be like huddo who was the guy in there huddo thinks he can kick your ass in a sprint and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and so then i'm like i didn't want to race this i was just doing this as a bit of a like flush ride after zr but i was like oh i don't want to get beaten so then i saw this like aussie guy who i knew is just like amazing he's like a a plus rider so i like bridged to him and just jumped on his wheel i was like can you just drag me all the way you You like (laughs) because i knew all these guys from all the oz cycling stuff and i was like i know you're riding zone two like this isn't hard for you so i'm just gonna wheel suck you to the line he's like okay but then i like attacked him at the end because i was like i'm just gonna be a complete dick in this um but yeah, it was actually quite fun having like this. And then I got into the other guy's YouTube channel while I was still riding. I was like, come on, bridge up to me. Like you can do it. It was really fun. It was quite cool. Felt very meta. I sure hope you beat that other live streamer. Come on now. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Well, yeah, of course. She says, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so Great Tour Utopia is launched. You can do all these stages. If you want to go find out more of the details, you can head on over to ZwiftInsider.com. Tour of Utopia Fall 2023. It's on their main page right now. Thanks so much, Derek Schlangy, for putting that all together. Um, and he's got all the stages out there, five stages all the way through uh, November 5th. So, And the one thing more I will add, new roads, it looks like, with November 5th, um, because the October... 30th through November 5th, because obviously there's an expansion coming, but we haven't seen what it is yet. Fuego Flats to Mayan Jungle, you'll definitely be able to go check some of that out. I have a feeling there'll be uh, a couple of different courses to ride, because I do know that there are plenty of new courses coming with the expansion at the end of the month. All right, can so, I be really, Can I be really nitpicky? Because it's all the stuff like new roads, but like it's just one road, so it's new road. We just... Got a new road. 
All right. New road. Just so we don't get, we've got a new road. There's just unless one road. Unless somebody suddenly corrects you, but I don't like, I'm, I think you're right. I think it's just. I hear roads and yeah, I'm like, there's more coming. Road. And then yeah, I keep going and, and then, checking. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's just this one road. Lots of new courses, but it is just the one road, which I still it's, love. I do. I'm with you. I'm with you, actually. Like, it is great, but it is just one road. And like, when I think of a, like an expansion <laughs> to Autopia, I am thinking of like a whole like I don't know what what would you call biosphere a whole new biosphere added yeah. you know like which I yeah. think they have added some cool kind of like new biosphere type things in there but it's definitely not like well you got this road over here and then like this road over here and th- and then you attach all this new stuff to this course it's going to be a bunch of well-known roads added to one road to make a new course, which is kind of... Uh, I know. I think, course. like, yeah, I got I so excited. Say, I'm not... Okay, I don't mean, uh, uh, like, as in, that's not cool. It just feels a little, like, new courses. Yeah, kind of new courses. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really call mm-hmm. them new courses. You can call them a new way of riding around roads you already know looping them with one new road that got added in by the local government. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think like, I just, the reason I said it is because the more I've thought about it, I'm getting a little bit disappointed <laughs> because I think back to last year and I think back to like Zwift, um, re- like releasing that train that was going through and it was like, what's coming. And we got like McCurry, like, was that the world name? Or I always forget what the world is called. But like you had Urukaze, um, Neokyo, Neokyo, and the Mercury, new, the, of the Mercury, Mercury, yeah. And then there's that last one with all the sandy islands. And I was like, man, we got a lot. Like that was a lot. That was that wasn't just a new road. That was like that expansion, right? So I think like I've just had to sort of come back to earth a bit and be like, okay, I'm excited about the road, but I'd like a little bit more. <laughs> And yeah, you're, and I get it because it's kind of been hyped for like as a road, maybe the timing, maybe the timing could have been like three weeks rather than a month and a half. Right. Like, because if it were a whole world, it'd be a little bit different or a whole like major addition. So, okay. We've been going on a while, a while for Mm, that. uh, Okay. So reorganized workout library, simplifying its organization, reducing the number of workouts by removing those that are similar to each other. Now this is is this across the app, like, or is this only in the companion? I'm so not I've sure gone about in that one. For the workouts. Yeah. Sorry, I was drifting yeah. off there. I I don't see workout. I love the new companion. Like, it's so crazy. They did a companion app update with like no pizzazz and just said like bug fixes, but then you go in and they've got all this cool stuff in there. Like you can go explore worlds and stuff. So I was like, damn, that's like the best update. Yeah, I know that Zwift Insider was really excited about that. Actually, I could see like, whoa, what happened here? Why wasn't this in our like news releases? Like, holy cow, this looks amazing. And so the companion update is really, really cool. Like, way cool. Yeah. Um, the workout, but then what I thought is when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, they must have that thing where you can, cause I know it's coming where you can go into companion and look at all the workouts, the workout library in companion, but that's not there yet. But I saw that they have done like a, a refresh of the workouts in Zwift, which is probably like, I, I like what they're doing here, which is like, 
so it's case in point, like my mom, she just wants to go in and find a, like an easy workout and them having that, you know, like 30 to 60 minutes and then whatever you can categorize on easy, hard, harder. Um, that was really, really awesome. And the fact that they're, oh, is that what it looks like? That's cool. Um, oh, that is quite nice. I like that recovery, daily fit, endurance, sweet, sweet spot. That's where I'm at at the moment. That's all I'm doing. Um, threshold VO2 max FTP test. That's awesome. No, that's really good. Like that's, yep. Now, and, and so Kudos. I'm looking at this and I'm needing to like put my mind into a different space because like I really do think that it looks really great for someone who goes to their workout. Like this isn't, this is not, this is a criticism of Nathan. This is not a criticism of Zwift mm. or anything else out there. Just so everybody knows, like this is me saying, can you like can you relate to that like as an athlete who has a very specific thing that I do? I want more things that are a little bit more technical but easy to work with, right? And so for mm. workout stuff, I see why they're doing this and I'm like, yes, that totally makes sense for those who ride, race and work out on flavor of the day. And lot and that is general population. They look at welcome to my life yeah, they, they, <laughs> before a they, coach. It's like it's, it's like it's like ice cream. It's like what flavors you got? Why well, that looks fun? Like you know, and like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. like and it's like. But as someone who's a coach, as well as like an elite athlete, and like pretty serious about what I do, and it's like got to be to the plan. I look at that and go like, I'm never paying attention to that. Like I just won't. It's just swipe by like and just look yeah. for the yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. does the thing I need to, to do which does need some serious updates in my opinion. So my side of this for the more serious coaching, like I'm glad they're paying attention to workouts, but what they did first was like people who look at workouts like flavor of ice cream, which is probably to do with who they believe their subscription base is, right? Yeah. At the main user. Well, yeah. To be fair, like all of my athletes, I set them their train, their session and it appears in Zwift under custom workouts. So they don't need to look at any of that. But I would say sometimes an athlete, like I run a spin class on a Thursday night and sometimes they'll be like, oh, I can't make it for this, that or the other. Can you give me a workout to do? And often that's a time where I'm like, give them something random for a bit of fun. You know, like it, that's close to what we were doing. So here we go. This would be a great one because I'd be like, go pick something from the sweet spot folder. Ah, totally. Or yeah. Yeah, go yeah, pick yeah, something yeah. like I, just that one a week where I'm like, go have a bit of fun. Um, do something a bit new. Cause like, some people I've coached like this does five make years. Coaching like, life way easier, actually, looking at this. I could totally like <laughs> yeah. my athletes are actually like looking at this now, like, oh great, you made it so Nathan doesn't have to do as much work. Like those who listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. It actually be good because sometimes we sit there and try and figure out like, well, what'll be fun for you? Da, 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 da. And this kind of saves time. Go look in there and you know what you kind of like for fun to do an endurance one that, right now here. Fit the bill. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. it's I think it's nice. I think it's um it looks, I've had a, an athlete or two who have been on trainer road and I have liked, because obviously I can't, like, I can build a workout and give it to them. But sometimes I was doing this for them because trainer road divides it all into like sweet spot threshold, VO2, and then another category. And I'd be like, okay, for today's, it was like your fun day. You can pick, yeah, a sweet spot folder and a hard level and go mix that oh, and so do it. it was so like a little complicated. Yeah, so it's kind of looks like they're going down that route. I like it. It looks, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I've got a coach now, though, because I feel like I would go into that screen now and be like, what day is it Give me today? the Rocky Road. Give me the Rocky Road. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gotcha. You have Rocky Road, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm allergic to nuts, though, so I don't eat Yeah, it. same. I don't need it either. I don't need it either. So I'm allergic to nuts I just well. got my – I just heard my husband arrive back from the supermarket, though, and I put on the list for tonight. I have a plum ice cream, so – plum ice cream with chocolate sauce that hardens you know the chocolate sauce that hardens on the top it's obviously mm, so friday good. night over there so <laughs> it's um, so friday night plum, plum and so is that from some sort of specific company because ben and jerry's is huge over here when it no comes okay to- just no like this is new zealand ice cream like new zealand i know you think <laughs> you guys do dairy well like this country does ice cream like nobody else in the world. Really? And really? Yeah. At like but here's 100%. The thing. You can't ship it to me. So you know what it would cost to ship frozen ice cream <laughs> to make sure it stays frozen to Wisconsin from New yeah. Zealand? Because like, how are you going to prove this to me, Anna? Like, how is this good? Like, because we got to like, this is, this has to be verifiable. Like, I need an American, actually. What I could do is I'll do some blind testing and I'll get the Ben and Jerry's and then I'll get this and I'll get like an American friend to eat them and be like, which is better? Like, I think what we do is it's not like, it's just these amazing flavors, like burnt popcorn and caramel or like this one is like Black Doris Plum with cream fresh. Like they're oh just- gosh. What? It's just it's the amazing. Naming. It's just the name. Oh, no, they're phenomenal. <laughs> it is so good. All right, Pack Dynamics 4.1.1. What is going on? Sounds like there's a little bit of a bug within the bug fix. I don't know what's going on with that. That's interesting. It's the first time hearing about it, but it did change for Anna, at least, and Aaron Bleakley, who's our uh, in-chat expert on all things Pack Dynamics a lot of times in TTT, um, that there was an ability to hang on now, easier on downhills, but only on downhills. Other than that, though, what are we seeing from this, Anna? That's the only thing I've heard. I actually didn't even know there was a change. Seriously? Oh, my that. gosh. Yeah. Uh, I totally I led like, that one, and then you're like, yeah, no, no, whatever. <laughs> oh so God. I didn't really know that. I mean, I think the reason I don't know it is I'm purposefully not not knowing it. Like, I'm not knowing it because I'm just oblivious. I just don't go into the forums on it because I don't want to be corrupted by what other people think. And this started when... 4.0 was released and there was I went on all the forums and I was like oh yeah 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 I was like actually like if the more you think something's different the more you're going to think it's different and so I just go with the pure go on a tour of Watopia go on a group ride turn off my HUD go by feel and just get a like impression of what it's about so old school on the the pack dynamic stuff and i feel like if i just get into it too much next month that bug will be fixed and we'll be at pack dynamics 5.0 or something you know so i just want to feel it and i felt in the race like yeah i freaking nailed it like, i think i was so great at pack dynamics. i'm looking at so i'm looking at the conclusions from the testing that was done at zwift insider you can head over there as well man zwift insider has just been on top of it with these uh pd3 the big difference here, so PD3, PD4, PD4.1, and then 0.1.1. At the fourth position, which tells me in the pack, the most in the pack that you can be, so right, not second or third wheel, but actually when it starts to fan out, that I think that the drafting has greatly increased in that space now is what it looks like. Mm. It's at 39% gained compared to PD3. PD4 was 37 30 in PD3, P4 
PD 4.1 was 34%. So we're up to 39% now at the fourth position. So I think okay. that you have a little bit more drafting ability there. And then you're supposed to be able to come through the riders easier and get by easier than you could before. Um, so observable differences. Uh, I'm just going to read this verbatim here. PD 4.1 made it rather difficult to move forward in a pack, allowing riders to waste watts by pushing harder than necessary to hold a pack position. Not the case in 4.1.1. Now increasing your power results in moving forward in a pack as it should. Additionally, it feels as though rider inertia has increased because once you start moving forward, you can't tend to keep doing so. so. But at the same time, we don't have churn as badly, which is, sounds like a pretty good balance. So I think those are the main takeaways is you're going to be able to find a draft a little easier. And then on top of that, you also have the original 4.1 uh, addition that was to make it so that the churn wouldn't happen. So it does slow you down up toward the front of the mm -hmm. pack and doesn't have you just rolling right through as easily. But you still do get a little more than before. So the breakaway situations might be a tad bit more difficult than they were at 4.1. Just a tad, I think. This should um, make sense with a comment I saw way at the beginning of this show, which was the slingshot is a little bit more pronounced. So that would be here with what Eric's shown on Swift Insider, that the rider inertia is increased. So once you start moving, you tend to keep moving. Um, I need to go out and just like ride and feel it. Um, but I did notice in the Yorkshire race that I didn't feel super panicky off the back sometimes. Like I was off the back and then I sort of was like, oh, I'm a bit off the back. And I did notice I got to the front like fairly easily. Like it was pretty quick. So, um, Maybe that was 4.1.1 um, or maybe I was just off the back. So I don't know. I don't, um, yeah, I'm kind of, is it bad to say I'm just a little bit over it? Like, let's just nail it down and get racing. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I think part of it though is that it's in a good place and so that might be why. Like it's kind of, I don't know, maybe that, at least for me, it's getting to a place where it, feels like there's some good rewards to racing. It doesn't mm. have always the same outcome and your gambles, your efforts, your sacrifices that you're making, they might work out, but they're like, you've got some better chances now. I feel like to doing making things happen. Whereas before yeah. it was so predictable and a lot of your efforts just felt wasted. So it always ended up being the same kind of thing that ended up happening. So yeah. I think I, I agree with you, but I think the reason why is because it's like, well, it's kind of landing fairly well. There's just some little things yeah. we got to sew up here and there. I just, um, yeah, I mean, I love it. This, the major change, I guess I'll call it before the bug tweaks or whatever. I love this major change because the race in Yorkshire, that's why we got away with uh, me going early because it strung out the pack. Whereas before, if I went early, what's the point? The whole pack will just go right and mow, yeah. mow me down. Whereas the pack came through in ones and twos, you know, like, so yeah, I love it. I just think, I don't know. I love it. Let's, you know, get this one cranking. I yeah, think this totally. is all right. All right, let's move on to, oh, Mike Henry's letting us know, just so you know. In yeah, charge, I know. 100% yeah. we have the best ice cream. I'm assuming we means those who say Zed, and that is in New Zealand. Yes, so. the New Zealanders. The New Zealanders. Um, someone actually come through with a grammar thing saying, well, why don't you say New Zealand? <laughs> that it's 
like yeah it's just the letter z it's how you pronounce the letter z not like anything like zebra i'm not going to say zebra like no one does <laughs> so there we go just to clarify on it oh i'm not i've not opened up in that box i, I have lots of rebuttal i'm leaving it alone all right Coach's corner <laughs> on acceptance as an advantage in training and there's two different things i'm going to talk about some um anecdotal personal uh development as an athlete and hangups that I had early on in my career when I wanted certain things that like I thought in the same way in maybe in other sports or ways like I was really um go get it aggressive what get what you get what you need to get done huh in working out so that you can perform like then in that whole attitude um sometimes cycling is a little bit more like you got to put the right symphony together like endurance sports might not work that same way and you have to really be on point to hit the right keys at the right time or else it's just gonna be a mess and so uh the acceptance thing is something i'm saying a lot also to a lot of my athletes now too to really help them define their targeted training and how important their targeted training is when it comes to specific exercise systems in their body and those specific exercise systems that they have work very differently than the other ones. And if you don't really work on one exercise system, it's literally being left alone the same way as if you were like trying to pump up your left leg and thought your right bicep was going to get big, right? It's like, you can't, it's like, you're going to go, you're going to look really uneven here. And if you're not focused in on just having a really strong left leg, which might be like, you know, whatever, a track or something, and you're just going to be all about track racing at the very high, high end, one kilo or something versus like having a more rounded out um, performance profile, right? Or a racing profile. Mm -hmm. If you, if you're looking for that, you got to hit those targeted zones really well. And the word acceptance around what those training numbers look like. And I, I find myself using that word over and over again within that, because there's almost like this, there's ego, there's ego. There's an emotional letdown of like, I had an expectation of myself and you're in the middle of it, right? Like, and mm -hmm. when you're in the middle of like that expectation you have when you set up to go out, right? Like you're in your head, you're getting your water bottles, you're getting your sugar, da, 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 getting all together, put it on. And you think I'm going to go do this. And you know, the course you're going to go do. And like, and you had this number set like the sec and bam, you get out there and it totally doesn't do it. And you end up working, not the thing you were supposed to work on actually, because you didn't have the acceptance even during the interval, even during the effort of like, this is where things are really at. You've been given the tools to read this, read the room well here. If you don't read this mm -hmm. well, you're going to end up doing the wrong thing and totally messing things up. And I, I did that so much early on, especially with FTP training and stuff. Cause I had this expectation of like looking at, you know, I had the Andy Kogan chart. I think it was or whatever that chart is that shows like world-class world-class is <laughs> six, da, 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 da. Well, if I do the numbers or whatever, I got to go for that. All right. Well, if I just try and lift that much weight, like in weightlifting or in whatever, if I try and run that fast in a sprint, then I'm going to get that fast in a sprint. And that's not how it, that's, that ended up wrecking a lot of my, what could have been consistent building and training. So. Yeah, I think, um, my acceptance has gotten a lot better since I've gone through having three kids, because I think, um, and I wonder if this is, I'd be keen to know if other women have this. I think we get better and better at acceptance 
because of that, because you're always going to have like troughs and peaks of fitness. So you kind of just accept where you're at. Um, but I think also because of our cycle, and I actually gave a talk to a bunch of first time Ironman athletes last night, and I had this question, it just makes me think of it that I think like potentially women could be a little bit better at the acceptance sometimes because we know like at times of our cycle, we won't have the same power, you know, like we won't feel as good. And so you just go, okay, this is that day. So mm. it's so much more kind of, I, I think women have gotten better at that. There's a lot of studies that have gone on. You. It gets trained into so you. So it gets trained into you a yeah. bit more where you go like, like oh, reality yeah, is a coach. Reality is a really good yeah. coach there for you. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think like, with men and like I say look at my husband is like he just expects a straight up trajectory like there should be no days where I feel less because I everything's the same but it's mm. like no potentially that's not right um but in saying that like I did have a um I still have to work on this so much like I went out riding with my husband we did a gravel ride and I was trying to do a couple of my like Zwift Grand Prix test things on it and he'd mapped out the ride and I just felt wasted. And we get into the gravel and I was like, I want to do some of the QOMs. So just tell me when they're coming. He's like, cool. I might give them a try too. I was like, awesome. Um, and he's like, okay, here's one. And he like kicked my ass. I was like, ah, I want to give up gravel riding. I hate it. <laughs> like, and then the next 45 minutes was me just being like, I've got to accept that today I don't feel good. So then he's like, okay, the next QOM is coming up. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I just, it's making me so grumpy and it's not what I want today. Like the whole point is us going out and riding together. So I was like, you go do it. And like, just, but still that internal thing, the whole ride, I just had to fight myself to be like, calm down. It is not a good day today. Mm -hmm. Just relax. You so, know? and I want to, I want two other terms that come alongside of acceptance in the narrative, like the story of like, how you think about how a person in their training and how they think about their training, you know, internal journal, I think is exhilarating days versus like the reality of this is an endurance sport that has incremental gains. And I'm saying that almost in a nice way. There's a great quote that was out there that was like, the reality is, is that a lot of the training, I said it might have been a real either, even when someone was speaking who was extremely successful, like gold medalist or something along those lines. Like that gold was forged in monotony, like was forged, <laughs> like, like it was forged in just those boring days. But that's also, I don't actually have that many boring days on the bike though, in that like it takes a lot of vision though to not have boring days. It takes a lot of having the goal in front of you and keeping it there and always like kind of before your eyes in some sort of new way, even, you know what I mean? And also like little tactics of like reserving your music for the first half of the ride. You don't put it in, you know what I mean? Or like there's mm -hmm. these little things that you can do that you have yeah. to, you have to take like as an athlete sometimes in those things to keep things slightly exhilarating is like the ability to, lighten up those monotonous moments actually with the vision that you have for what you're going to do and like have little tactics to kind of like trick yourself. Like you have to like take care of yourself almost in that way. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I guess there's two topics there. One's around sort of acceptance and then there's just like <laughs> around like training and yeah. what it actually encompasses. I think yeah. like, um, I know you put there in the notes is, um, sort of having the, 
the need for a why and like a desire to to what you're doing as well and i sort of struggled with that for ages because i was like why should i be trying to race at a high level when i've got young kids and that should be the number one absolute priority and this is like not what i should be doing um and there's acceptance around that kind of if we come back to that like acceptance around that too is that i had a good and I, i'd actually probably thank em for this because i met her up met up with her when i was in colorado and she was like no i really want to like do well at like you know on Zwift racing. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And she's got three kids. And I was like, actually, I kind of have to accept that I can have goals and do stuff too. And that doesn't, they're not mutually exclusive. It's not one and the other. Um, and yeah, I think that's taken a long time though, for me to be like, I can actually not feel guilty about having this stuff for myself as well. Totally. Totally. I can, and I mean, I've got five kiddos, like a hundred percent relate to to that part of things as well um and so on the acceptance thing though i just the main one that i've been focusing on when it comes to targeted zones though i just want to like re-emphasize that side of this as far as how people think about their training and knowing that if you are consistent in certain spaces of your training and like focus in on those rather than having like at least for me, as someone who's super driven, having a monster goal, even if it doesn't, even if the, so it wasn't, and I'm also not saying that the failure would cause me to quit training. That, that's mm. not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the failure would then, it would, it would be more so that I wasn't seeing the gains that I could have gotten because I would get tired out. My body would literally mm. not be responding correctly. I wouldn't be able to do, oh, I'm going to do a, a, a I'm experienced this a year and a half ago. I'm going to do a massive 20 hour weeks and I'm throwing in a lot of like sub threshold, pretty high end stuff that actually is just going to end up making me sick. You know what I mean? Where, and, 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 and trying to always find those extra numbers. If I just work these numbers here, work these numbers here rather than that are always a little bit out of reach. And I think there's that, like, you do need to overreach, but you have to do it in the right ways. And there's a certain amount of acceptance, I think, around what those right ways look like. And one of the ex- other examples is another, a lot of times with my athletes across the board when dealing with their zone two training and like decoupling is they just keep on going. And for those that don't mm. deep coupling, they keep on going at the power that they have an expectation at. So 230, 220, whatever it might be, you know, and that, and they're like, that's my goal. And then like, all of a sudden their heart rate starts going out and they don't accept that this is what I've got right now. And that's, that's still yeah. good training. It's the same with the threshold. Yeah. It's the same with all of them. And that you actually need to get the time in at whatever that is to actually get it, um, the, the benefits from it. So that was, that was the main and thing I was be... focusing on. And that's a training advantage. That was the point I was trying to make. It's yeah. actually an advantage that acceptance because it, it commits to the monotonous steady grind. That's where I was relating mm. those. It commits to yeah. the long-term succession of success and workouts rather than over pushing it that doesn't end up in successful workouts actually at the time frames in that monotonous, supposedly monotonous space or that long that, that we tend to not get exhilarated about. That we're looking for the exhilarating yeah. whatever extra number it is that you got in your head that you're shooting at. Rather than going, okay, no, it's right here, and that 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 space is actually going to give me more time in training that's really successful and really advantageous for my gains. 
Yeah. I still find it tricky sometimes to know when to back off or stick with the numbers, you know, like I did a sweet spot workout on Tuesday, I think it was, and it was four by six minutes or something. And I just, I was tired. I just, my legs felt dead. And I was like, I was still okay though. And I kind of was just doing it. I was like, this is really hard. Like, should I lower the bias? I was like, mm, but I think, and, and in that situation, I was like, I actually think I just need to do this. Like, mm-hmm. Because when I looked at everything, I started the time, right? You were completing yeah. the time. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted yeah. to, I, I just want to put a marker in there from a technical standpoint yeah. that like you were completing yeah. the time. Okay. And I wasn't doing anything to the bias. I left it as what, as it was. And I just kind of started to look at some peripherals. Like I was like, actually my heart rate looks fine. Like mm. it's, it's not going haywire. It's not decoupling. My legs are dead but I've been on my feet all day with the kids and actually like I may wake up for a Grand Prix race and have dead legs. So I still need to kind of train that, but it wasn't, sometimes it's hard to, it's really hard to tell though, whether it's like, am I on the edge of sickness and I'm going to just push through and then I'm going to wake up tomorrow and feel like death. But I was like, I think I would have noticed that in some other peripheral cues. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's hard each time you go out. Right. And then with that ride with my husband, I was like, today's not the day to go, chase all this I had QOM acceptance shit today down. for the first <laughs> half I didn't recover from yesterday's training until after the first half and a massive triple shot freaking fat filled <laughs> latte <laughs> and, and then after that I was pushing like 50 more watts literally gained 20 watts on my average but like I needed I had I had full-on acceptance that I was like heart rate 115 to 130 was all I was getting without the RPE yeah. going way up. And I was like, that's what I've got for this first half of this ride. It looks like maybe when I hit quick trip, which I'll, I'm going to have my latte. We'll see what happens. And sure enough, pop, it's like it came around. So you're good. Okay. Good to know. So, okay, here we go. Uh, Coach's Corner also for the workout of the week. Downtown Pain City with a short warm-up on it. This is actually already over at uh, ZipCommunityLive.com. You can go download that on the podcast page. Uh, after and then shortly after we are going to upload uh, our um, episode as well, which you can listen there. But uh, let's just go ahead and dive into this real quickly. It's essentially now <laughs> acceptance. This is like the op- maybe an opposite of acceptance type uh, workout a little bit here. But it's a micros mixed with threshold. It's the time of year that I know a lot of people are racing cyclocross and also that Swift Racing with the upcoming being a points race you're going to have some situations where there's going to be attacks going into threshold, attacks going into threshold. So if you know what a micros workout is, it's a 15 on, 15 off a lot of times or something or around that, which is done for an extended period of time in order to put you at threshold, but at the same time be able to be sprinting while at that threshold type, at that threshold heart rate, not power. The power is actually well over. It's just you're coming down long enough that you can sustain this heart rate for a longer time. Sometimes I'll do micros for up to 10 to 20 minutes or so uh, in order to get a good threshold workout, which also gives me a, um, sometimes people do five minutes, they'll do 10 minutes, they'll do 20 minutes, but essentially you're doing a threshold effort, but it's in micros at big power, 50, little bit of a rest, big power, a little bit of rest. And so what I'm doing with this workout is I'm mixing together attacks, boom, 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 then get into a threshold effort to stay steady off the front. Then maybe there's some attacks happening again, threshold again, maybe in some sort of a group, 
Usually this is a breakaway situation or a cyclocross race. It also kind of represents a mountain bike race a little bit here. So that's why we're throwing downtown Payne City at you. Firstly, I love the name of that workout. Um, second is when you do those bursts, I saw that they were red. Are you erg on or erg off for those? I would definitely be erg off. Definitely be erg so off. So it's yeah, full, yeah, just yeah. full as hard as you can go. Go. Like, yeah, rest, I mean, go. so it's um, what I would call a, um, it is an anaerobic effort. It's an effort that's not necessarily as far as the force on the pedals time during it. So isn't it's an it's like a sprint effort, but it is not. I wouldn't call it a full on sprint. I call it just underneath, okay. or like your ramp up into a full on sprint. It's right there, gotcha. but it's not underneath. Okay. Like, it's not underneath grabbing the handlebars and yanking on them. Okay, it's not underneath okay. there. It's oh, yeah. just on the edge. So for me, I'll do these somewhere like in that range where things go too wild to really like hold on to an exactish number within a hundred watts. Yep. You know what I mean? Okay, so it's so, like yeah, yeah. 500 or more is cool with me. We get into the four fifties. Oh. I'm like, uh-uh, this is kind of a little bit too low. Sometimes it'll be 700. Like if I'm feeling really, really good on a few of them. And then actually you can, okay. during the efforts, when you're doing longer extended micros, you can actually start to feel out. Um, if you're on just between two or three of them, if that's just too much and you start failing too much underneath that acceptable mm. number, yeah, yeah. you start getting into a good okay. average on the day. The cool thing about these is you usually see a difference in the power numbers within a week or two of doing them. Like a pretty oh. good gain, actually. Because this is such a highly glycolytic function, You have a it's a very, very fast responding space. So... Yeah, you I like this. Quick. Maybe you um, quick. But you don't want to do these all the time. Like this is like <laughs> this is like peaking type workouts. You're in cyclocross season. Go do this. Boom. Go. Like, okay. It does look nice. What I do like about it too is because you've got like the four sets. It looked like about four for each of your um, threshold things, like the sprints or the anaerobic. Yeah, I can bring you back. Up is you can, yeah. So you can like what I would be doing with those is also like just working on a bit of technique because you got the time to tweak things and see the result do you know what i mean like i always love things when they're really close together because you go oh i just did that that felt really weird and not like in a rhythm and then you go oh maybe i'll try this on the next one okay there we go yep that felt way better oh okay yeah i'll do that on the next one and yeah i do really like it when it's repeated hard efforts like that yeah so it's essentially uh the warm-up actually isn't in the 30-minute chill warm-up isn't in the file that we're uploading uh, it has a regular warm-up with a three-minute chill in between and then um, they are 10-minute blocks total. So it's like two minutes of micros, two minutes of threshold, two minutes of micros, two minutes of threshold, two minutes of micros, rest for five minutes. Do it again. Four 10-minute blocks. You can complete two, I would say minimum of two of these to really get some good response out of it. Okay, cool. It's, it's essentially like it. a threshold, that, like a 20-minute threshold effort then, like is what you're, <laughs> what you're getting out of it. Yeah. So it's two by 20s, but split up into fives for the micros. Okay. Or Nice. Ten. Sorry, tens for the micros. So that is the Coach's Corner for the workout of the week. Again, you can go download that over at ZwiftCommunityLive.com on the podcast tab in order to get the workout of the week. We've already done the fashion show for the day for the Tour of Utopia, yeah. Anna. So unless you got anything else, what's coming up for you this week? Uh, well, I am not riding a hundred K on gravel. I'm going to hit, yeah, I'm going to hit up Zwift, hit the BL13 recon ride. Then I've got um, Claire sent me a workout because uh, I just want to get 
sprinting up. So I feel like we've reached, you know, my fitness is back, all of that's good, but just the leg speeds, we're doing a bit of leg speed work. Um, and then next week I actually start that uh, study, the carb study. So I've oh, got yeah. a VO2 max. Yeah, I got a VO2 max test on Monday morning like 7 a.m. <laughs> fasted. Oh my gosh. 7 a.m. Um, fasted VO2 max. Yeah. <sighs> so we'll see how that goes. And then basically a session every second day for the next three weeks. So speaking of them. gravel, you're not doing gravel, but a lot of other people are doing gravel. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Worlds is this weekend. And I just want yeah, to... Yeah, oh, is really, that this weekend? That's uh, this yeah. weekend. And I'm only talking about it because... This is kind of monumental this year, in my opinion. This is the actual, they've had Gravel Worlds previous years. I feel like this is the first time it's like the real deal. I don't know what, like, mm. I feel like they're heads of state from separate genres of the cycling world are meeting and taking it super seriously. And I don't think it's going to be like, oh, well, Gravel is just kind of like a spirit of Gravel thing. When Can we kind of throw it in there as a use? Yeah. I feel like this mm. year it's a little bit different. And we've got the big hitters from the gravel scene, USA, North America's coming in from Lifetime Grand Prix that have been absolutely crazy. And then we've got the European World Tour pros, top level MTB. Oh, like, as you're all, um... they're all meeting there. They're like, and so it's like no excuses. Who's who? Let's see. The only thing we Who's don't have dude? is like GC contenders from the tour. Like that's it, you know. Who's that? Um, on the women's side, you do. But on, the women, you're the right. Dude, Sorry, but um, Emmeek actually, I think had something happen. Van Vluten, but we oh. have Demi Valuin. We do have yeah, Demi Valuin's there. And I think Lorena Weebus just came Weibus second is in there European too. champs. Yep. Yeah, and Tiff Cromwell from Canyon Stram, who's freaking amazing, and came through the Zwift Academies. I think, right? Tiff Cromwell. No, uh, something Cromwell, to do with Zwift. I don't know, but she's been around there on Zwift the whole Zwift scene. Yeah, and she also um, took second at some North American gravel as well, like a big race here. Yeah, she won Euros, but because she's not European, it went to oh, Lorena. Gotcha. I think. Um, who's the dude from America who Keegan Swanson does well? That's it. Quite yeah. And, and the whole American team is actually riding from him. Alexi Vermillion actually put out on his, uh, his press release that he was all in for Keegan and one of the other USA riders, actually. So, and Alexi's no joke. He just beat Keegan at Schwamagon. Like, so, wow. and he's going really, really good, but he's like, no, like, we're, we're, we're organized and we're here to win this as USA, which is pretty cool to hmm. see. I'll be interested. Okay, I might watch that. I might tune into that because there's also Il Lombardier or something. There's yeah, a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the last big classics. So, bit of cycling yeah. on. Yeah, so, and then on top of that, there's also the World Cup in Mount St. Anne. A lot of cycling this weekend. Like, like, and Ferran Prevost is missing the World Cup in Mount St. Anne to go do the gravels, actually. So What? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, if she gets that, she's... Well, she's defending champion. One. She's the defending champion. Okay, so yeah, yeah, because she's got mountain bike world champs, road world champs, gravel world champs. Now, one of the Legend. conversations is that all of these guys in gravel have been big fishes in small ponds. That's one of the big conversations. And mm -hmm. I see it coming in chat already in a little bit of way here. And this weekend, in my opinion, proves whether or not that statement is true. That statement is no longer true <laughs> if these... Big fish in small ponds show up and just take on the whales, dude. They are the whale then. Yeah. Like, it, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I don't want to hear any excuses from any of the World Tour pro dudes afterwards other than, like, this 
is its own genre, and I got whooped. Like that's like, holy or, shit. Walt you know Vanatz. What I mean? Walt Vanatz racing. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is. Oh like my the, god. The, okay. No joke across the board. <laughs> I'm definitely watching. Oh my. Mahorich is there. Mahorich is there. Like I mean, oh it's. Oh my god. Like it's the it. Go look at the start list. There's 200 start 200 plus starters. Wow. And so like, and I'm not saying that the gravel scene's gonna come in and be great. It just because because there's this conversation in America that like. Our gravel lifetime Grand Prix riders are like the cream of the crop; that they're the best in the world. And it's like you guys just obviously are North American cyclist following people because they haven't raced what it looks like the Grand Tour, the World Tour Pro dudes really because they can't get over to Europe. So like this is the opportunity for some proving ground. But it's a one day like okay, this is it. But like there's enough of them. That it's kind of like okay, this is gonna start to tell a story. Like if it was like Why? just one one head to head, then it wouldn't as much. But this is like there's so enough s- across the board. Something's happened here behind the scenes, right? Like I mean, I'm looking at the start list and I'm like, someone has put in some money, right? Because w- since when do these riders care about gravel? And now they're all doing gravel, like. See, there must be something on the line here, or they're contractually obligated to do this, right? Because why would or gravel's just be doing like it? getting huge? Come on, or oh, gravel? Like, I don't there's know. No status? There's no status with gravel. Come on. I love, I love gravel, but yeah, this is like okay, like just seems interesting, especially on the women's side, like. Mm. Um, maybe a doma, like all these. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Like to See, be fair, look, I look, okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you just did proves my point. Oh, these people are there. Oh, this is it. Like what? Wait, <laughs> wait a second. Like, and there's a bunch of people on the other side of this whole thing. They're like, oh, but these people are here. So, and it's just like the status thing is really coming to a head here about like, well, we're gonna get some answers about what's what yeah. over here. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, like Kenyan will. Kenyon would have put something in a contract because they'll be wanting to showcase all their new all gravel of them. bikes. All of, anyway. all of these yeah. teams that for sure have something that's like, hey, we've got a new gravel bike. We got a new gravel bike. Yeah. We're selling gravel exactly. stuff. We got to sell all this gravel yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh sure. my gosh. This is crazy. Okay. I'll definitely tune in. This is awesome. Yeah. We got a lot of watching to do this weekend. What am I up to? I'm watching the Mountain Bike World Cup at Mount St. Anne. <laughs> I want to see, and I've raced that, that course actually. So I want to, like, I really get excited about watching that course because I'm familiar with the course. And so, I kind of know it just you feel a little bit more connected to the race. You know what I mean? So I'm watching that and the short track, seeing how things play out for the year uh, over there. And then obviously I'm going to be watching Gravel Worlds. There's a ton going on there and finished up a pretty good block. The nice thing is that we've gotten massive amount of riding done already. So I don't have to put in like a double day weekend. It can be like a Mm. somewhat and then a big day. So I'll have a little bit extra time, but still. Finishing out my final week three of a huge volume. So I'm going to be uh, doing just a lot of zone two into tempo. So that's what I'm up to. Fun. I've done the reverse of you. I've pushed everything to the weekend. So I've got a lot of training to do this weekend. Oh, and power tests. I have to do. I just I haven't, announced, <laughs> I haven't announced what team I'm riding for, but I just got sent all my stuff to do my power test. So I have to do power tests. So I'm like taking tomorrow like volume, but super easy. So I can be kind of fresh. I actually messaged back. was like, can I be like super fatigued? Is it going to be okay? And they're like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. It's within percentages. You'll be fine. Just go do them. Yeah. 
The Zada stuff, if that's what you're talking about. Like, yeah, Zada, whiskey, all my power yeah. tests for Zwift Grand Prix. I have to get them done now. No, I'm not giving you an announcement just yet. I want the clothing here before or something like, to be able to be like, <laughs> okay, course. there it fashion is. Fashion first. Yeah, fashion first. Um, but yeah, with the Zada stuff, I so people get so stressed about it, but I'm like, it's literally just to put down numbers, like to show it's like a passport, you know? So it's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, if you're effort, off, you're only going to be off. Go. Yeah, yeah, do the efforts. You're only going to be off by 2 to 3%, even if you're having a shocker. So good luck, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah thanks. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be tons of fun. All right, well, that's going to be it for us for this week. This has been episode number 64 already. Again, if you're just tuning in, you just found us. Uh, this is The Wrap, a Zwift podcast that's all about racing events, tech, fashion, etc. You can find this podcast anywhere that you download your podcast. Just search The Wrap and Zwift. It should pop up. But we also upload all of them to ZwiftCommunityLive.com, so you can find them there, as well as lo- alongside of, at the top of the page, the workout of the week. Thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. Do those things. It's called hit that follow button, subscribe, like, and comment wherever that you're watching, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, because it helps us out a ton, and we really appreciate all of you tuning in. From Anna and I, as always, we really appreciate you following along, and ride on.